street We encourage and inspire Yeah, 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 yeah Live from the Gen Studio We enlighten and support each other We're promoting positivity Positivity, friends in ministry Tell us where you've been, tell us what you've seen Friends in ministry I'm your host, Ricky Ricardo. Um, welcome back to our podcast. Um, Friends in Ministry, as usual, is brought to you by the Holy Armor clothing line, um, where you suit up, stand up, and stand out. Friends in Ministry is also brought to you by the Gen Studios. Um, yes, we'll be coming out with merches. So the merches are ready, guys, and um, we'll be um, advertising our merchandise for you to purchase. Um, our guest today, or tonight rather, is none other than the great Dwayne Parkinson. Yeah. Grumps, alien <laughs> out of Ocheria, St. Anne, Jamaica. Welcome to Friends in Ministry, Grumps. Yes, Welcome. Sir. Um, I pledge I need. Yes, yes. Um, Dwayne is a member of the Bethel Tabernacle UPC Church, you know, out of um, Ocherius, where he's currently the young people's president or the youth president. Um, he's also the music director, and he's also a guidance counselor by profession. We'll be catching up with, you know, Dwayne on our podcast um, this episode, and I promise you it will be very, very interesting. All right, so bro, how are you doing? Um, you know what? What have you been up to? What's going on? Uh, I'm not well. First, let me say, Ricky, you know, definitely, this is a pleasure of mine. Um, humbled, of course, to be a part of this season two podcast. You know, um, friends in ministry, yeah. definitely. Um, things like that. I support. I've been on a good amount of them, to be honest. Probably, Corona set in. Yeah. Um, I've been on a, major, a lot of platforms, radio stations like this, you know, inter- being interviewed, you know, asked questions, sharing my knowledge about the industry, especially yeah. being, if, if you want, well, what person say, a, a, a well-known sort of drama, but yeah. yet still maintaining that level of passion for Christ and being right. in the church, which I could have been elsewhere, all yeah. over the world. You know, but um, I chose to remain in the kingdom to build the kingdom of God. So that's where I've been. Um, as you have said, you know, being a youth president is new. I'm basically in now for about one year and some months going. Yeah. So we are here, you know, being in that portfolio. And just a correction in terms of the music director, I'm actually the band leader 
Man leader, okay. Man, right, man. Band leader. So the music, I'm not the president of the music department, but I'm the band leader. I'm in charge of the band. So yeah. call it MD then. You know, yeah. but it's kind of slightly different. Okay. For the term. Right, right. Okay. So I'm that um basically yeah, involving those things about church. So mm-hmm. the school teacher. Um, of course, a guidance counselor by a professor at the Woodrest High School in Sentan. Um, yeah, well involved. A lot of things, to be honest. Somebody might can't remember, you know? A lot of things, to be honest. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get through it, bro, as we go through right. the interview. As you mentioned, you know, um, I, I would, you know, from my knowledge of you, I would consider you, you to be one of the best gospel drummers out of the island, you know. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm humbled by that. I, 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 I take your reference. <laughs> you know, drummer percussion is um, extraordinary, um, you know. So tell us, how did you get started in, in, in to being a drummer? How did you get started in that? All right. It all started out by me, if I can recall, I think this started out from the womb, you know. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. This started from because I I would have heard a story of my father who actually was the first job from my church at that time. Oh so yeah. Actually, yeah. It it's traveling from that gene, from that genetics. Yeah. So pops pops was the drummer. So um in the belly he said that from time to time um my mom could, you know. I attest to the fact that I used to hit the belly. <laughs> so, like every time they hear music, I guess while he was playing drums uh, in church, I could, she would feel the belly pumping, you know? So, at the beat. So, I was actually. Man, I yeah. yeah, man. So, I, I started to actually play the drum from the belly. So, when I, when I, we came a living school, yes, out of the building and started to pursue life. Um, as I grew older, uh, they, they will find me hitting things a lot. Like, so the bed, I have, I have a, a whole mattress that they used to show me that I, I, I think I remember it. I beat every single thing out of that mattress today to buy another mattress. I used to take um the windows yeah. as a symbol. You know them old metal sim- um yeah. you know, scheme. You remember the scheme houses them? Yes, yes. Yeah. So yes. the, 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 the symbol used to be the little window, you know, man. So right. yes. <laughs> um, I used to use pillows, um, a socks. I used to mash up, I used to mash up center tables like whoa. <laughs> so, so even even while eating, there's not right. one time I'm not going to be there, you know, hitting the plate. So it started around that, and then being around support system like the likes of Court Clark that many persons would have known of yeah. one of Jamaica's best keyboard players and producers. Right. Um used to tour it Taurus Riley. Mm-hmm. He's actually from my church. Um, I used to have the likes of um Ian Islet, another big time bass player that plays. He used to tour with Albert Rose, he used to tour with uh, C Sharp Band, original bass player for C Sharp right. Band. So the entire C Sharp Band of Jamaica that Jamaica knows used to be around my circle. So I grew up in the hands of these giants of musicians. Yeah. So my ears got accustomed. And I, so it um motivated me and inspired me to be mm-hmm. the drums that you are hearing of today. So that is where it's all, it all started. started. So 
yeah, man, especially the likes of Ardine Francis, we call him Bingy. Um, yeah. He's story, Tony Rebel, right. original job of C-Sharp, but yes, he's actually a great inspiration of mine that got me started out. So yeah, feel much. Jump, okay. I love drums. Bad, bad. So, uh, what, so at what age did you start playing at your church? Um, Age 12. Okay. 12 years, yeah, 12 years of age. And then I got the opportunity to start playing with a group at that mm-hmm. time. And then that spread. Yeah, I was playing for a group at that time, like those mini tours in, in Jamaica. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I, I guess the only line I would share some of the stages that I would have been at right, from right. that opportunity. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, man. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. But so as I mentioned, you know, I think um you are the youth, young people, youth president. Yes, yes. Um, you know, and so you're not just a musician, you're you're in ministry. Yeah, so yeah. when um when did you realize you know ministry life had requ- required you to be more than just a musician? Um I think it started out all right, let me tell you what is that. This is a journey for me now. As as you know, you know. I normally have this quote that I say the journey the continues. Yes, sir. So it's a journey for me. It's 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 a it's a journey. It's a it's a you know process. Mm-hmm. And many people don't don't know this about me. Um, so I'll share some of these things interestingly today, and yeah. you can find out these things. Um, one of the things that really made me so impactful, are impactful, mm-hmm. um, is that I love God. I love God, but like, love this man, <laughs> Jesus Christ, but yeah. no joke about it. Um, right. So, that, no, my prayer life is one I think that caused me. So, talking about ministry, I used to, as a musician, I used to do things that probably the average musician do, don't do. So, you find do you know, being at a lot of prayer meetings, prayer yeah. meetings don't miss me, Bible study don't miss me, yeah. fasting services don't miss me. Them, those places don't miss me at all. So you find me like we used to have a lot of young people back in the days. We used to have all night prayer meetings where we used to stay back right. after church, 12 o'clock in the night. So I, I remember even going out to play at gigs, doing gospel gigs, coming back, come back from Kingston, tired, play out, sweaty and tired. You know? I'm right. going to church. When I come home, I tell my parents, I say, Mom, Dad, when I come home. They, they got so used to it because they realized I was passionate for prayer. So right. I used to lose myself deeply into prayer so much that a lot of persons didn't know that about because they would just see the musician side, they see the hype, they see the fame, and they say, yo, do it, grab something. But they didn't know this aspect of me saying that, yo, this brother really taking spiritual life seriously. You know, so um that's why I think that kind of start to push me into ministry. And so I start to realize that when I speak to people, it did something more than just playing drums. Right. Yeah? So when they, when they come to me and talk to me, they realize, say, yo, this youth, deeper than, oh, you, you see my yeah. play drum. Yes, sir. So from that, then they start to realize, you know, being, at the time, start getting uh, introduced to committees, worked on a lot of committees as a youngster, you know, going to high school. I am on a lot of committees. Yeah. So you find that all of these things start to push up the ministry, you know, then, and I remember, Moving fast forward you know, to the youth president you now, I 
used to run away from it from a lot. Right. No joke. <laughs> so I, I, I'm a, my bishop, Bishop Mackay used to, he, he used to call me office. He used to call me and say, doing what up, man? He used to send me text, all right, busy me, call. are you ready, sir? Are you going to take this up? I said, nope, no, no, it's time. Ricky, last year, during the, before COVID came in, mm-hmm. I remember the year 2019, the ending of 2019, I started to have some encounter with God that wasn't normal, to be honest. And so, because of prayer again, because I was a prayer, still late at night time, I pray. I didn't, didn't have a mentality to me. It right. might sound weird to some people as a musician, but yeah, this is, this is me. And so I still up 12 o'clock, I beat prayer, talk to God, communication with God. And during those times, I realized the boy, just like when I talk to Samuel, I speak God, that servant here. Yeah. I started realizing there's more. I remember a friend of mine said to me, Dwayne, if you don't become, I take up the youth president, a lot of blood. A lot of sores are going to be yeah, on your shoulder. Yeah. I'm starting to say, whoa. And then realizing you now the impact of myself and young people, not just through music, but just even how I carry myself, or I just. Right. It's like the influence is so great that young men, every one of them, how they just they carry themselves is mm-hmm. caused by just how oh, myself and even my brother right. is the other one. Right. Yeah. We influence them that way, how we carry, how we behave. Oh, we talk intellectually, everything. So I say, this deep. So from that, no, I said, God, I talked to him. I said, boy, I will take up this man, you know. We don't know what I do, but I take up this. Right. And I went out with it. And yeah, that is where I'm at now. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, because, you know, um, in our experience, or in, you know, growing up and stuff, it's like, you would find that majority of the musicians that are in the church yeah. were just musicians you know that's yeah. what they're there for and yeah, you man. have you know you know the stereotypes on musicians ah there you go there you go you know musicians these are musicians that and then you know lots of as i said majority of the musicians they you know validate those stereotypes because they just you know um you know, they they just do them. You know what, whatever they do, whenever they're not necessarily, they 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 saying most of the time was that you know musicians are not, you know, necessarily individuals that are connected or have a connection with God. They just they're yeah they're, yeah yeah. The it's like it's like now my it's like them say well you know we, we are just there for the music. Music yeah. Hey what what Ricky if you know enough yeah you know I mean. We get a we get a lot of bashing, bro. We get we get we get bashing like even talk about right now, right now. That is a whole topic by itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I need a whole thing by itself. But yeah, man, yeah, man. Yeah, but man. um, yeah. So it's like you know, usually that's that's what. So you know, um, when you see, you know, musicians that are obviously showing more, you know, um efforts into being a part of ministry outside of just being a musician you know it has to be committed yeah. because you know most persons are just drawn to one so when Precise, musicians yeah. branch out and you know show that they they offer more to ministry than just the instrument that they do yeah, yeah. so you know commendable bro so you're yeah. as i said you're currently the youth president at your church 
Yeah. Um, what's that been like for you? Um, it has been a, a roller coaster. <laughs> uh, it has been a roller coaster, definitely. Um, because during this time, this season, you, you I mean, young people nowadays, this generation, I think, I think the Bible, the Bible coined it well, I would say, if, for lack yeah. of a better term. Yeah. But I mean, it's a generation of, of vipers, and um, it's a lot of work to deal with them. Is when I look back at myself, then, yeah. right. as a youngster, yes, I'm still a youth, of course, but right. in teenage bracket coming up, you realize, boy, but you know, some of them things, I never find myself like right. In Thing and find it like I must be a part of this. So it, it, it's it's a new age. It's an age that I believe is totally microwaved. Mm-hmm. They're under the microwave spell. So you have to press a button and everything happens. Just like smartphone now. Like I say, you have to press it and it works. So if if you now have them quick thing that are going for them right now, not going on, you will lose them. But um, what I'm using, especially is trying to build a prayer condition set of young people, you know, right. to make them know God, understand the mysteries of God, uh, understand say, boy, this thing is real, it's not a joke thing, and they need it to survive these last days, no matter what they say. You know? No matter what they say. No matter what. So, you know, as, you, as, you're, as you're talking about the, you know, the type of, of, of young people and children that we have, yeah. So a guidance counselor at the Ochoa High School. Yeah. Um. The difficulty of that, and um, the experience. Well, all right. I'm gonna let you go at first. Speak to the the, the, the difficulty. All right. The difficulty. Yeah. Of this job being a guidance counselor, it's I must say it's one of the most unappreciated jobs to me. Um, being a counselor, one that listens, one that um, basically becomes a sponge for every single person you come across. So you're actually becoming a sponge. So if you understand the whole mechanics behind being a sponge, right? Yeah, so everything. Yeah. yeah. So for me, sometimes when I got the why in that area, cause you know, like sometimes um, it rough, Ricky. Sometimes. I space out sometimes, I mean, I feel burnout, I feel overwhelmed because my popul- my school population is very big. We have approximately 2,000 odd students. Yeah, and, um, you know, catering to students, parents and teachers, because all of these three stakeholders reach out to you as a guidance counselor. Right. You understand? And then at the same time, have to be that source of help or being that advocate for these individuals, especially for the students. Mm-hmm. So, especially during the COVID time now, trust me, it, it has been a roller coaster. Like, summer is now on, and I'm had to be in office, deal with matters, students, same way. It's like, I, I don't know if I'm going to get a break to me. And then, especially preparing for September coming yeah. in Jamaica. With the education system, if you realize what is going on, it's it, it's it's rough. Rough. It's a lot. It's a lot. You know. So dealing with that plus, dealing with that plus, being a youth president at church. Yeah, cause just I was, imagine. Yeah, I was yeah, just, just imagine. But just that go go ask you like the experience. Do you does your experience as a guidance counselor help with 
you know, being a youth president or vice versa. Yeah, it does, it does. And to be honest, thank God for church. Church as more, listen, man, I tell, I tell any young person, love church, get involved, get involved. You don't have to be a musician. Just get involved. Find your fit and get involved in church. Throw yourself, throw yourself at God and he will throw himself at you. Yeah, in right. other words, chase after God and he will chase after you, yeah? And um, it kind of helped to be my strength and my support when I be a guidance counselor at school. You understand? So when I go at school, I am not just going as a guidance counselor. I'm going as a worker for the government of heaven. Right. <laughs> you see what I say? Yeah, so, yeah. I still try to approach my thing, yeah. you know? Approach it that way. So, yeah, man, definitely. It, it helps. Vice versa. So, you find that right. flip side of it now, being at church as you president, um, the guidance counseling skills helps you to better deal with young people. Right. How to, how to deal with people on a whole. Right. You know? right. Yeah. I, I would assume that, you know, having to deal, as a, as a young president, having to deal with you know, young people of this generation, yeah, yeah, personalities and different yeah. means of attention. You know, you have to have as a young Cooper's president, I'm sure, also being a guidance counselor, you know, really definitely you know, do some you know help and assistance there because those kind of experience that you would use to dealing with you know, you know, children in the school, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who, you know, some of those children are, are not necessarily are coming from Christian background per se. No, no, so, no, no, not at you, know, you, 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 you know, those, I'm sure that those experiences really help. And as I said, bro, it's a hard job and I'm praying for you, bro. My prayers are with you. Man, I respect that, Ricky. Trust me, I respect that, bro. Respect that, respect that a lot. Yeah, man. So, did branching off into other forms of ministry mm-hmm. require a great deal of stepping out of your comfort zone? Because, you know, as I just say, I remember like we were talking off here and, you know, you were saying that, you know, well, not that you were saying, you are a person that, you know, very humble, you know, mild manner, you know, really, you know, speak a lot and add them something. Yeah. So, you know, when you were just a musician, obviously, you know, some of those traits would, would have had to change because... You're yeah. going to be speaking, you know, and so how much, you know, difficult was it stepping out of your comfort zone then to, to, to be in ministry at this? Wow, wow. That's a, that's a deep question. Um, a very important question, too, because I think that's a question that will kind of help a lot of persons too, to understand themselves. Right. So for me, as I all right, for me, it change, change is a hard process. Let me start off by saying that change is a hard process. And working on self, it takes a lot. Um, yeah. and, and as I heard this, I think it's a Chinese proverb, proverb mm-hmm. but I stand to be corrected, that says um, the greatest enemy mm-hmm. we have is ourselves. Is ourselves, yeah. I've heard yeah, that. And, yeah. and, and definitely, if we can conquer the enemy within Right. The enemy outside cannot do us any harm at all. So yeah, preach, yeah, preach, man. <laughs> uh, so I mean, if I use those quotes and I try to work on myself, I try to look at, I, I, I evaluate myself a lot. So even being a musician, I 
I realize we can't be average. And if I mean, come on, if the word of God say that we are um we are royal priesthood, you know, if the Lord really describes us as that type of person, then we can't just look at ourselves. We can't look at ourselves and believe that yes, we are to be average. Average musician, no, watch this. We are we are working at a toil, we are working at hype, we are working at bag of things, we have to create this big. Atmosphere, like everybody, civil years. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. I am not that type of guy. I will walk into the auditorium. I don't know. I think what will speak for me the most is the fact that persons know who that man is. Yeah. So that is what will happen for me. Um. So in terms of coming out of that combat zone, it was a hard process. It takes a lot of pain, tears. Let me repeat that. Yeah, tears, ball, cry. Yeah, you, you, you literally isolate yourself for a while. Sometimes you have to be in a quiet place. Sometimes you have to just yeah. literally become quiet for a good while, not talking. Um, and a lot of persons would not understand what you are going through because you are going through a process. Between, right. Especially you and God, when God literally showing you some things. and Yeah, you have to be uprooting, you know, uprooting some things that are basically... Um, we call it you no. Know, that is, you know, that is not of God. Yeah. Things you know, some boy do for work and right. things like that. So you have to uproot them, put them on the table, and show them, some boy, this is the situation. I have to fix these things. You understand? In order for me to go forward or to grow, I have to fix right. these. So it, it takes a lot of time away from the crowd, away from the noise. Right. Yeah, away from the fame and the hype and everything everybody say because people yeah. only clap, you know. Yes, I, I like to read it. I saw people clap when, yeah, you reach on the podium and say, right. I finished. And you hear the sweet music, and you hear the sweet rudiments, and the sweet flums, and yeah. sweet cards. People clap them time. Right. But how many people you find somewhere are in your corner when you're working on you, when you're right. practicing, when you, when you mess up about 40 million times? Yeah, nobody. Somebody to know that time. Right. You understand? So it, it takes a lot to, to come out from all of that and really yeah. work on yourself and do this because peace of mind is what you are working at. Yeah. Peace of mind. Right. So right. that is it. You know, for me, working on self is one of the hardest things. Um, yeah, because, um, you know, just to kind of piggyback off what you're saying, like, you know, I, I, I've said this also in a few other interviews, like being in ministry overall requires a certain level of selflessness yeah, because, yeah. because the thing is, you know, you know, in the grams, not every day I go feel up to it. Right? No, no. Right. Not every day I go feel up to it. Like someday, you know, Oh God, man. Someday, whatever your ministry is, someday you feel like you're that question like, yo, do I, do I really want to do this? Or not, yeah. you want to take a day out. But yeah, you should. Sure. Right, the thing is that, that, that I always say, is, it could be that day when you feel like you don't want to do it, that somebody somewhere is depending on yeah. what ministry that you are bringing to save Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And if you decided to take that day off, what happened to that person? Right. Ah. So being in ministry 
requires a great level of selflessness because it's no longer about you. No. It's not about you, right? It's everything, as we know, God gets the honor and the glory, right? So, you know, it's, it's like we always pray, bro. Let self be slain. Let self be slain, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because, and about me, even no. in the you know the music, what you say you play some nice rhythm and try some nice chops. I know you I get the glory. I know you forget the glory. So I'm gonna take glory in it. I to play some nice cards or whatever and people know it, you know? Yeah, yeah, true. Everything should be done to his honor and his glory. So, you know, being in ministry requires a great level of selflessness. And I feel like a lot of young people that are coming into ministry have to have that mindset. Because yes, sometimes people get carried away and think that whatever they might do, and when great things happen, at them get the praise. And that's not that's not boy, bro. You, you said it well because selflessness, you know, is it, it, it's, it comes with a lot of sacrifice, you know. Yeah, uh, selflessness comes with a lot of sacrifice when you can literally step out from the norm of being the norm, then yeah, you step out literally comfort zone. So you, you 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 will know that you will see things that you want to do, you want to make outbursts because I'm naturally a, a tend to be a very comedic comedic guy if you want to say that yeah very humorous guy. I'll be very very I will, I will laugh laugh at the scan literally to scan and um things like that and I realize that certain things are you funny enough, Ricky? As I start to venture and start focus on God and what really God wants and I listen to that voice. You realize that a lot of things are going to start to change. Like even I start to start to look and I say, yo, what that change? Like we never used to stay that way. We yeah, get so yeah. more quiet, more reserved now. Right. More calm and more composed. Yeah. Like my, my emotions not get entirely of me again like one time. I said, wow. So realize growth is taking place. Yeah, bro. Growth is taking place. You know? But a lot of us in ministry as musicians, God has, has a lot of plan for us. But we hide behind the instruments. We hide behind the songs. Yeah, trust me, we hide behind we hide behind the fame, yo. We hide behind the suits and all these True. things. We hide behind yeah. things. But trust me. Yeah. There is a lot more inside of us. A lot of us can sing. Yeah, us can preach. <laughs> I give you a joke. Create. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As you say, why behind the instruments? Yeah, know, behind the instruments. Eventually, got a call to do other things to help. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yes, man. Yes, man. So, yeah, bro. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, um, so I, I, I think I don't think I, I, I ask question. How did you come by the name Gramps? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> How did you oh. Come? <laughs> oh my god. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So the word Gramps thing though, that yeah. was um that was given to me by some years ago while going to university by a good friend of mine, another musician friend of mine, mm-hmm. our brother. Alex Tomlin. Uh, I think he calls himself Alex. Hey, hey. No. Mad musician. Mad music, right, right. Right, right. So um, he's a very talented keyboardist, you know, um, works with the likes of Richie Stevenson, some of Jamaica bass. So I would have met these guys during that time. Um, 
and we formed a little alliance, you know, and we started to play together, do a lot of gigs together, um, and so forth. Um, and so I remember we were at a, we were at the studio rehearsing one day, and I realized that they look up to me a lot. And Ricky, I don't know what people say. I, I don't know what about. I don't know. Them, no, I'm not being real. I know. No, seriously, Ricky. No, man, I am being real. I don't know what these. Guys, I don't know what sometimes. You bro, you're great, bro. And it's like the man said when we done the session. The man them said, "Yo, Grams." I said, "Where's that call?" I said, "Grams." So when we get there, the man said, "Do you know what call Grams?" You know why? And he, he gave the explanation. I said, "Look here. The wealth and knowledge we have. Sometimes I wonder if you exist on this earth for about." Longer than you read, right? Yeah, I went mean, sometimes you talk how, how you play, how you approach your stuff, make it look like mm. you're a big, mature, you know. Um, well, you know, so musician, and, and I'm saying, you know, I respect that. I don't say, boy, trust me, you deserve card grabs. And from that, and, and then I think what adds to that, though, Ricky, yeah. they, when it comes to me, about music is not you know just get drums you're not going to get drums alone you get a whole balanced life reasoning right so those who know me they've now come around me and hear me talk. yo if you come around me and hear me talk about drums that did it yeah 95 percent probably may have one but <laughs> yeah yeah probably have one but yeah. well, if you come to me and you hear me talk about drums about five percent and then the rest of it 95 yeah about life yeah. I say, oh, you do, you're good, you're all right, you eat food, all things, all the family. I don't mean I talk about it, you know? Yeah. I'm not, I about it because I show some, I'm trying to show people, say, look here, there's life around music, you know what I mean? Right. Why? Get me bored more time, every time you hear a brother come say, yo, so I go and be jobs, like, seriously, that is all to life? Come on, man, come on. <laughs> come on. Yeah, man. Well, so yeah, that's how the whole Grams thing came about in terms of my um approach to music and um, understanding and the, the level of knowledge and wisdom that I would have shared, you know, every time we go we come amongst each other playing music. Yeah. Okay. Friends in Ministry as usual is brought to you by the Oli Armor clothing line where you suit up, stand up, and stand out. Shop with them today to get your different God's Instruments apparels. Friends in ministry, we encourage and inspire. to NCU, Northern Caribbean Universities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did it ever, like, bother you some? Because, all right, for persons that don't know, you know, in Jamaica, we have the Edna Manley School of Music, which, you know, as you and me know, is the factory. Yeah, is the factory. You know, the great musicians that come out of the island. Yeah. So, you didn't go to Edna, you went to NCU. So did it ever, you know, like, did you ever, while at NCU, feel any 
thought like because you know I think at Edna you probably were you know your friends are the guys are having you know their lunchtime concerts they're probably going on tours playing for the biggest artists in yeah yeah and you know you were at NCU does that ever did that ever cross your mind or stuff like that uh a lot it it bothered me up to this day sometimes surprisingly yeah but um, I have a goal that one day I think I'm going to pursue something there. There, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Get, yeah, get to have some things first, and then you go. Yeah, but yeah. If I show all, all this, I'll start. Everybody did when I wanted to start tertiary institution, and I made up my mind that I'm going to. And I remember that day I sat on the bed in my room with my mother, and she gave me a good tap, and after tears fall, fell down my eyes of my face because I wanted to go to Edna so badly. And um, yeah. I, I I thought about it. I'm sorry. Probably there's more to me again than just play music. Right. And then from that, I would have recognized that from time to time, persons would have come to me um, in terms of confidence and speak to me. And the word of wisdom and advice that I give to persons pushed me to say, let me think about becoming somebody who leads the mind, helping people. So, but apart from that, I said, I still love music. So I went to NCU as time. And funny enough, while at NCU, I did a talent piece for one of the talent concerts that they have. Nobody knew me at that time. Right. Nobody knew this guy. I think the only way Mandeville knew about me is when I went to magnify him one year. Yo. <laughs> that was the only time. Yeah, yeah and I think it was Carlton playing bass at the time. Mm. And playing for Triumph and Sisters. And we went there and we, in other words, I guess they say that we toured the place down. And I think I, I, I chased the game because I went up there, Ricky, in a school bag. Yeah. And I'm stuck on my back. Yeah, you, you start the bag, the nap. Yeah, so, so it's you like start. I went up there. Yeah, yeah right. I started you the team. Start the nap. Yo, like, every time you go on concert, you can know what white drum is. It's like a style in there. I'm going to come yeah, with right. the eyeglass. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. When I see a man with him in box job, I'm eyeglass. If him not roll with a jump bag, him 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 him, him have a knapsack, and yeah, him well. have an eyeglass, and him have yeah, a. Well. Just me. Yeah, yeah, he brought a certain kind of swagger to. Yeah, it, it was game. a cool thing, you know. It, it, it makes a, it makes it fun. So I I had all my knapsack and playing at the same time. I you know, the whole fear chaps and all this. It's like yeah, yeah. say yo, like who who is you with? <laughs> and then from that, no, it's like they didn't know that I was starting at uh, NCU the following Monday morning. So I did that concert this Saturday. Yeah. I never noticed that time on the way over the Saturday night, I carried my stuff up, stuff up at my boarding place and dropped them off. So they didn't know that I was going to be staying in Mandeville for four years. So like the Monday morning, you know, I think the week started to progress. I'm on seminar tone. I was like, yo. You did last night. Yeah. You did that a concert. They're like, we are doing a survey, I said, then see, and then it's the red spread we can say, grams there. No, no, do you not take up? Never do you do grams. Yeah. You do you in the 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 um yeah. NC, the yeah. and then from that no, funny enough, as you're talking about if I felt away, it seems like I didn't miss being at Edna. Why? It's challenging from these avenues. Um right, right. you were still seeing the same face. Yeah, I like. 
So it's like you, you start, were, yeah, yeah. And from that now, I started like at NCU, I did talent piece, and then that wake up and next time again. I like them as a youth, we have like, I, 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 I played at hours every NCU student wedding while being at NCU. And even after graduating from NCU, they still have, still have a call. Dude, I need you to play at my wedding. That's how people were calling me. I, I, I formed good networks just from just me sitting around a drum set. I share this. I was invited to a church. This is 78 people that love drums. They don't love no. drums. And Ricky, I can tell this as a testimony. I went to a church. See yes. Alex invited to a music day. And he said, Do you them people and I love drums? So I know where I mean start custom. I said, yo, I'm not this. I'm not this. And he said, yo, I know you can do this. I union grabs. I can do this. And we, we, we went there and we played. So what I did, I studied the environment. Right. Because you have to study the room. You have to know your yeah. assignment. You so, have to know yeah. things with most musicians now. Ah. You have to know your assignment. Right? Exactly. So we exactly. Know that this is when you're traveling. One yeah. going places. Yeah. yeah. So I did the, I, I, is that this, if any musician listening tonight or anytime, listen to this. Study environment and understand, you know, what is it that your assignment is and play for the people, not for yourself. Right. So what I did, I went into the environment and I understood what was happening. So I said, oh, I can't bring my Pentecostal right. vibe, yeah. my apostolic vibe. I can't bring that vibe. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. feeling more laid back, more reserved, but still precise and professional. So played and think, bridging, I'm finish. The minister for the church came over to me and said, young man, it's the first I'm seeing you, but trust me, proving to us that we need to have a drum set in this church. <laughs> I was like, what? And then Alex came back and said, yo, do you don't know where do you people them today? You make woman, everybody. I said, yeah. they love drums. They love drums. And I was not being... The grabs on your chops all over you. No, yeah. I was just composed, professional, clean, and quite yeah. exact for what they wanted. And get the job done. And from that, you know, get, whenever I get calls, brother, if, 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 if right now, them calls say, grabs, we need it. Up to now, Ricky. Up to now. Yeah. It's no joke. You understand? That's how impacting it was. So I didn't miss anything at all. So it right. was this year. That's the same. Okay, all right. That's good stuff, bro. Good stuff. So as I said, I say, I, you know, back in my time, right before I migrated, I didn't get to meet you. I mean, yeah, I yeah. met you personally. But I heard about you and I seen videos of you. And, you know, yeah. the, the guys are the musicians that I was with around those times that were drummers. Yeah. Highly of you. And, you know, when I see some of the videos and you know, I was like, yo, I feel like, you know, the greatest, one of the greatest gospel drummers in the island. I can say that. And I also feel like UPC, and I, I've, always, I've always said this as well, I feel like UPC create the best musicians. Musicians, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the island. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel that. I mean, the, the, the whole apostolic realm, I, I think. Yeah, but uh, UPC, different, yo. Yo, when are you a UPC musician, then? <laughs> like yo, them Monday, 
different. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, you know, obviously you would have graced some of the greatest gospel stages are stages. Yeah. You know, so I mean, what are some of the, the biggest stages that you you know you grace playing, you know, jobs? I've I've been on Smile Jamaica a lot of times. Okay. Um, I've been on. I've done stuff for Puma in my teens. Oh, yeah? I did an advertisement for Puma. Adver- you did yeah. an ad for Puma. Oh, yeah, I did an ad for Puma. Bro, I had to be. I had to. I had to. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> you had a goat, bro. I had. Yeah, so what the man them see? Uh, <laughs> anyway, I I did that ad for Puma, but then. Um, you know, um, I was, I think I was in grade nine to be exact, going to Ferngoat High School. Okay. I did a, a, a ad for Puma. So I remember ha- having on the Puma shows, playing the drums and they were coming around, doing, you know, me in the Puma spikes, <laughs> playing drums. It was weird, but it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been on stages such as for JCDC, um, some of my JCDC finalists, I would have gotten chance to back them for events that they will have. We um, had a lot of stages with, uh, like, for example, Love 101, Experience the Love, you know, we right. um, had stages for that. I've been on stages with, uh, wow, it's a lot of, um, uh, I've seen, I mean, I've seen stages with every name you can think of in gospel music. Um, Carly Davis, I've, I remember I got an impromptu call to do, do a gig with her yeah. in Montego Bay. I've been on stages with Jonathan Nelson. Right, um, right when them come out there. Yeah, I, I've been stages with those guys. Um, Jordan Pantry, when I'm JCDC finalist again. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on. Somebody had a flash of it right now. I can't even remember some of them. It's a, it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. Yeah, man, yeah, man. And, and you play that like, you know, you play under the, the, the magnifies, the Genesis, yeah. and, you know. Genesis, yeah. yeah. All of those. Um, all of those shows. All of those shows. All of those shows. I would have been on, you know, with them and so forth. Some major shows in Ocherius, you have most of those too. I've been on, um, you know, so forth. Um, with even Jeremy and I would have been a part of group of persons when he started the redemption life in Brownstone. Yeah. yeah, I would have been a part of the group that started Kingdom Connect. You would have seen them mm-hmm. doing stuff even up to now, Kingdom Connect. So I was a part of that crew of persons. Um, you know. So, a lot, a lot. So tell tell me of a time when you were you were on stage playing for an artist, because you, you just named some great artists, all the Carlene Davis, Jonathan Ness. Um, you know, so tell me a time when you were on stage playing for a particular artist, when you realized that, yo, yeah, I'm really something. That moment, if you, have you ever had a moment like that where you'd be like, yo, I mean this, there's a <laughs> stage I play for this ex-person. Um, you know, to be honest, it, it has never, it, it never, to tell how, all right, I'm a weird guy. I'm a weird. I don't know. I, 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 you see, you see, you see, like, for some people, it will be a, a big swell head moment for them. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's because, well, according to psychology, of course, you, you can condition your mind in such a way that it becomes a habit and a habit becomes a character. Character becomes a destiny. So right. it became a part of it where the hype and fame yeah. don't get to my head easily. So I used to experience where persons used to come to me and say, yo, doing them start dropping and growing. I mean, some weird things do some. That's not a story. Some people used to do some weird things, like when they see me walking through, like, oh, like drop and grow. I'm just like, here. Yeah, I mean. what is wrong with these guys? <laughs> you know, and um, it's like they used to start up at the year without. It's like the when them say, yo, man, not to look like him, man, that's the way. So I say, we don't need to understand because I know how to understand you. I say. Yeah. No, Mr. I am nothing what you guys are talking about. You know, but um for that moment, I think that will normally happen when I reach home. More time I reminisce after I finish just walking off, I reminisce and say, Wow, did I just experience that? Did I just do that? And you know, am I am I really in the room with these persons? Yeah. Am I really around these great caliber of musicians? You know, um so those moments happen, but then it just go. So it's like, I'm not really, because if I dwell on it, it goes. Right, so, right. Yeah, I always try to just say, all right, come back to reality. Right, right, <laughs> Focus. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, for you, what's one common misconception about being in ministry? Um, About being in ministry, you know, is that, uh, how could I put this now? A misconception is that, oh, like for example, being a musician, see that we're talking about music, right? Is that persons believe that, oh, you're going to be, you know, you're going to wash up and you know, go sound good like one time and things like that. Persons are going to believe that they, you're not going to be on that level that used to be, but that's a joke, a big laugh. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> that don't take that door. Because I've I've followed you have some musicians that I admire, for example, the likes of Josh or Mayf- Josh Mayfield, which are very, yeah. very that young man I admire him so much. A very skilled drummer. I uh, would have played on albums like um for Danny McClurkin, um, yeah. you know, the likes of Judith McAllister, yeah, you know, um, all the greats out there. Yeah, and yeah. you know Josh is a nasty drummer. Mm. And you know, his brother Aaron and Keys, Aaron, the just the Mayfield brothers, they used to have right. that experience that used to put out that was crazy. So I used to admire these guys and now realizing that Joshua is seeing the same principle that I look at in terms of he's not only a musician or a drummer, but he's a pastor, he's basically a minister of the word. Right. Yeah. And he actually, I think he calls it something another like ministries. I'm not sure of the ministry. But he calls it a particular name to show that it's both drums, music, music minister, and minister of the word. And he's doing well. And he shows how basically you can balance it and still be effective, still being on stages, yeah. and then come back and minister the word and touch lives. Right. So I think it's all about um, Ricky balancing ourselves. So we don't have to get caught up in the misconceptions of it, saying that you lose that gift. But if you are serious about what you are, and you're, you're purposeful in what you want to do. Yeah. Your, your gift will make room for you. Trust yes. me, your, your gift will yeah. make room for you. You know? You do a great stuff. Yeah, great stuff. So, um, so, like, do you, what are, well, you, you mentioned one just now, the Mayfield brothers. 
Yeah. Who are some of the drummers that Grams look up to? Like Grams studied growing up and you know who, who were wow. the drummers wow. that, that that's, were that's your that. your Ricky, you're asking me to write a book, man. <laughs> that's a book I'm going to write. There's a few. There's a few. There's a few. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, man. The Tony Rice does the... Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. All right. To be honest, off the bat. Yeah. Calvin Rogers is a major influence and doing yeah. We don't know what like. Yeah. Yeah. Calvin, yeah. Um, Calvin Marvin McQuitty also, the lead. Yeah, McQuitty. Yeah, lead. Mm. Trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. Um, those guys would have. Um, for those who don't know, Marvin McKitty was the drummer, of course, for right, Fred, 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 Fred yeah. So, all of those things, um, blessed in the city coming up. Um, Jesus yeah. Fez, no weapon yeah. farm against me, bro, bro. Fevel, yeah. <laughs> Them albums there, yeah. Trust yeah. me, tight. Um, yeah. so those guys, um. Calvin, of course, Dennis Chambers. Um, you have some white guys now that I love yeah. to listen to, like the likes of Dave Wickley's one, um, yeah. Steve God, Dr. Steve God. No, um, Steve Smith is another legend of mine. Um, um, this other drummer by the name of Mike Patrani that plays on um, that song that says, um, there goes the rain down in Africa. Oh. That that drummer, you see that you see that brother, you see that brother there, is a technical beast. Mm. Hey, he have some shuffle things that he use, which I right. use it up to now. That even I didn't know that Calvin Rogers used those things, and him break it down. I said that was the same drummer I got it from. I said, "Wow, do you like?" Yeah, I think just yeah, listen, yeah, yeah, listen yeah. right, man. Now. Right, right. So, yeah, so I listen to the, some weird white guys. Um, Chris, Daddy, Dave. Chris, Daddy, Dave. Chris, Daddy, Dave. Sir, where are you? If you listen to this, trust me. This is from Jamaica. You are a <laughs> uh, Chris, Daddy, yeah. Dave. Spanky McCurdy, of course. George Spanky right. McCurdy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, listen, I have a whole book can write. In Jamaica, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have the likes of um, Bam, of course, that plays a Junior Gang. Bam is my good friend. Junior Gang, Joma. Um, Taurus Riley's drummer, Oral, um, 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 Sanchez drummer, Jeremy and you know, Campbell from Mandeville. There's a there's Jones is another, yeah, there's yeah. Jones is another legend, you know, all of these guys, you know, these legends, and of course, the younger ones coming up now yeah. are my good friends, Kenny, Dada, all of those are my yeah, Bobby, yeah, 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 Bobby, all of them, they are like my bros, you know. All right, bro. Great stuff. Great stuff. So, all right, one last question, bro. What is your advice to up and coming drummers that you know some young guys that are coming up now in the in the fraternity? And, you know, like everything is you know the ball is in their court. Everything is in front of them. What's your advice to them? All right, my advice to you, drummers. Um, first thing and foremost. Respect the giver of the gift. Things like that is one of the most important things I'm recognized nowadays. Many of these younger cats are not respecting the giver of the gift. Right. And um, so respect the giver of the gift. Respect the giver of the gift. And then you will find that you doing that, you will respect your gift. 
and respect the people that you share this gift with. So it's a it's a process, it's a channel, you know. So um and another thing is that um be teachable, be ever learning. In other words, have that mindset where if he is a baby, guys, come yeah. to you and just bubble or a sound right. or play something. Them try to play something on the drum and it might sound weird. If you are a real musician, you will think out of the box and learn from that little foolishness where you think somebody is foolishness and you turn it into a great thing. That is what makes me grams first. I have these weird things. So I look at some simple things yeah. and, 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 and appreciate it and use it so that it become a great thing. So um, you know, be learnable, as I said, be ever learning and be teachable. Um, humility is another thing, Jesus. Humility. Yes, humility. <laughs> like humility. As drummers, yeah. I, don't, I think we are some of the most boastful or boastiest person. If you want to put it, Jamaican words. In the music, uh, in the band, in the music industry, we are very bossy. You understand? We, but I don't know if it's because we are the lowest instrument that we we have to hit it to get sound. Yeah, it come off. it come off with a vibe. So yeah. I don't just humble yourself, man. Humble yourself. One well, the greatest thing for me is to walk into a room and let your gift speak for yourself. Don't let your attitude and all of these things be lower than your gift. Let your gift speak for you, man. So, you know, be humble. Um, and as I said, um, research, research, and practice. Practice, 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 practice. Research, research. And it comes back down to you being ever learning and yeah. teachable. You understand? So don't take it for granted every day. Learn something new. Build a new concept. You know, enhance the craft. You know what I mean? Whatever. And, and, and get yourself, another thing to get yourself around seasoned, well, well um, learned persons, persons who, 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 who you um, idolize. Yes. Yes. Of the, 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 the craft. Yeah, of the craft. Right, definitely. So those principles, you reach far. You reach very far. The world is yours. Trust me, the world is yours. And be patient with yourself. Another thing. Be patient with yourself, please. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with yourself. You will get there, definitely. You will get there. Great stuff. Great stuff from the great Dwayne Parkinson, a.k.a. Gramps. You know, um, yes, this has been a wonderful interview, bro. Um, it's, it was my pleasure, you know, to interview you and to, you know, invite you on to Friends in Ministry. You know, just yeah. to speak to us, you know, about your journey, you know, your, your, your favorite you know, phrase or quote is always, you know, the journey continues. Journey continues. And yeah. And you know, I just want to um thank you, you know, for you know taking, you know, um some some time out of your evening to, you know, just come on and speak to us here at Friends in Ministry. And yeah, where, you know, this I this I know that this interview will, you know, encourage and uplift and you know impact some some you know young musicians are just some young young people in general yeah. that you know will watch this interview so you know big up bro and definitely so, thanks bro yeah man and you know I, I know you know you've you know recently been engaged so you know just ah. want, <laughs> you just want to use this opportunity to 
wish the man, you know, congrats on your engagement, bro. You know, um, God bless you and, you know, your fiance. Yeah, man. So, um, I know, you know, you at this point, you don't really use, you know, Facebook, but yeah, yeah. for your Instagram, you know, yeah. for persons that may want to find you. Definitely, you know, no problems. Where to find you on Instagram. Of course. So, it's um Grams Drums, simple Grams Drums. Um, doing parking, so Grams Drums. All right, you'll find me on Instagram at that name. All right, so you, you can shoot, shoot me a message. Um, I'll be willing to talk, you know, and express. I've, I've gotten a lot of that, a lot of young musicians, you know, they seek for advice, um, anything. They'll share their videos. They ask me to, you know, what you think about it. And I'll try to coach them with the little knowledge that I know. <laughs> you know, I, 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 share, I share those things. But um, differently, you know, for me, um, I have some contents working on. Um, right, right. Stuff, you know, I have some stuff working on to come out, you know, very soon. Yeah. Um, so I'm just working on it, you know, timely, and to get it done and so forth, um, and, you know, to share the information right. with everybody out there. So you can check me out at Grams Jumps, you know, or doing Parkinson, Grams Jumps, definitely. All right, well, bless up, bless up, respect. Every time, respect. bro. And you hear me? Yeah. All right, bless up. Then my respect bro. Friends in ministry.